Get ready for a new episode of KP Talks Dollars and Cents. Learn financial literacy and get real-time updates on all things housing, finance, and real estate with your host, Kevin Perenio. As an owner and C-level executive for 20-plus years in finance, KP is here to serve you with all of his knowledge and experience. Whether you're a broker, realtor, or just interested in the economy, this is the podcast for you. So let's get started. Here's your host, Kevin Perenio. Hey, it's KP coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. This is Water. We're just chilling. We're at the Total Expert Accelerate Conference. This place is called the Assembly Assembly Hall. It's a food hall. It's pretty cool. So I'm here on a work event. Uh, There was a big party here earlier, and then I stayed here for two hours after checking email. Pretty brutal day. Um, The markets have sold off. The Fed has recognized that. Interest rates have shot up. And it's been a violent, volatile last couple sessions. And the reason why is inflation. Inflation is an invisible tax on all of us. It will eat and erode the strength of the dollar. It will cut into your budget. It will tear everything that you do apart. Interest rates or mortgages have gone up. Home price sales have gone down. And every single thing that we deal with, food and energy, which the Fed cannot control, food and energy, which is 20% of all of our inflation, the Fed cannot control food and energy. They cannot pump more gas. They cannot create more oil. They cannot build more uh, refineries. They cannot cut up more chickens. They cannot create more poultry for us to eat. The Fed cannot affect food and energy. What they can do is they can slam on the interest rates for the economy and make credit more expensive and shrink the money supply. That's it. And it will have an effect. And we have noticed there is an effect on housing. Housing is about 30% of uh, the inflation numbers that are going on right now. 30%. And we all see it. Rent, mortgages, the price of houses, they've all gone up. I like to quote my friend Logan Motoshami, the lead housing analyst for Housing Wire. He says, we are in a savagely unhealthy housing market. Home price is going up 20% a year. It's great if you own a home, but it is very unhealthy. And the way the Fed is gonna respond to it is by slamming on the brakes and raising interest rates. They saw the stock market today. They saw the fact that equities, for those of us that are you know, in that market, they saw us looking at our 401ks. They saw the fact that we see stock uh, prices going down and our 401ks losing value. That's not good. They see that. And to get out in front of it with the producer price index report coming out tomorrow, the Fed leaked out, I guess, a statement or some information. I saw Steve Leisman, CNBC come in late after hours. Axios reported that the Fed is now considering a 75 basis point rate hike at their meeting this week. So the Fed Open Market Committee has their June meeting this week. They've been telegraphing, we're gonna do 50 uh, basis point hike at the last meeting, 50 basis points this week, and 50 basis points at the meeting next month, and then pause and see what goes on from there. Now they're saying that inflation is so bad and the CPI data, the Consumer Price Index data that came out last week was so bad, and this PPI number that they probably already have seen, we have not seen could potentially be so bad that they want to get out in front of it and try and show that they have leadership 
and they're going to raise the Fed funds rate by not just 50 basis points, potentially 75 basis points. I mean, look, if the media is reporting it before the meeting, two days before the meeting, it's likely to happen. So instead of Fed Chairman Jerome Powell trying to get uh, a consensus and gather consensus within the Fed governors, maybe he's showing some leadership and trying to get out in front of inflation. But as we talked about, inflation is impacted far beyond the reach of the Fed and their rudimentary tools they have. They have two tools right now, raise the Fed funds rate, which makes credit more expensive, which I've told you before, credit is about $50 trillion around the world, whereas cash is only about three or four. Credit is what makes the world go round. So they're trying to get out in front of it and make credit more expensive. They're trying to bring the labor market down to super tight. Look, our housing industry is already experiencing it. People are looking for a job, especially those who have been displaced. There will be more displaced. Between now and February, it'll be very rough for the housing business. Very rough. And uh, look, we built up our industry for $4.6 trillion windfall. Now we're down to about 2.5 and it could get worse. So we have to get rid of that excess capacity. Not, you know, everybody, but a lot of the refi shops and consumer direct shops, they certainly are. Banks, hedge funds, REITs, companies that, you know, have uh, a different playbook. So you're going to see more jobs lost. And we're just talking about our industry. It's going to come for other industries as well. The tech industry, a lot of layoffs going on. Elon Musk talking about layoffs. People have had the upper hand. There's still a lot of job openings. That's going to change. That's what the Fed wants. The Fed wants that to change. They talk about a tight labor market. They need to bring the slack out and loosen the labor market. So this wage price spiral, they're going to try and crush it down. They have to, or else inflation will continue to eat at all of our buying power and our spending power and everything that we do. Inflation is why the stock market's selling off. Slowing economy because of demand destruction. Look, when consumers had demand destruction during uh, the COVID lockdown, because they were forced to have demand destruction. Look how long it wrecked our economy, how fast it wrecked our economy. And we're still not back. Our supply chain is still not back. So what about voluntary demand destruction? People are already trading down for goods right now. They're buying cheaper stuff. They're going to Dollar General. They're going to TJ Maxx. I'm more of a Marshalls guy. But they are absolutely going down and trading down in the goods and services they buy. People are planning less vacations. It's more expensive to travel. People are creating demand destruction. The economy is 70% driven by consumer demand. And that could easily, easily crush this economy and go into a recession. So the Fed is trying to get out in front of it. They're trying to raise interest rates. That's all they can do. They're trying to uh, do quantitative tightening, you know, sell off their balance sheet that they've built up the last couple of years. And we are feeling the effects of it. And we might see in the next two days an emergency change and shift in policy to 75 basis point hike as opposed to just 50. And it makes sense. Look how fast they went down in rates when the economy went into our recession. Everyone leaves the relationship the way they came in. We came into this cycle with rapid rate cuts. It makes sense to have rapid rate hikes because inflation is increasing rapidly. All right, couple stats. Uh, month over month, consumer price index went up. What? That's Broadway, by the way. Broadway here in Nashville. 
So here for a conference. Uh, gosh, I've got meetings and conferences and stuff going on the next two days, so it's going to be lots of fun. Anyway, uh, consumer price index went up 1% month over month, 8.6% headline consumer price index. That's massive inflation. The producer price index, which is the inputs that producers pay for all of their uh, goods and services that they, goods that they create, that report comes out tomorrow. And I think that's why the Fed's getting out in front of it. So $45 billion in, $45 billion in glut, Target, Walmart, Costco, you name it, Amazon, all the retailers. You know, the supply chain hurt them. They ordered all these goods and they're sitting around in their warehouses. Did you know that if a retailer just takes eight months to get their supply, okay, they order, you know, furniture or dog food or whatever it is, it takes eight months to get from Asia or India or wherever it comes from, they are 80% accurate in their uh, ordering. If it takes them 15 months, they're 40%. There are some cases that are like 20 months. So think about $45 billion worth of stuff sitting out there. So these retailers are filled with blood and it's not gonna stop. So, you know, we just have to just grind through it. Rates went up today. I know everyone's looking at their rate sheets. I'm praying to God they locked last week and I hope you did. Uh, look, the economy, the Fed's trying to slam the brakes on the economy. That's it, that's all they can do. They need, they need to slam the brakes on the economy to try and stop inflation. There is no soft landing. So it's not gonna happen, it's never happened. They're gonna try and uh, between now and February are gonna be rough. But once the rest of our industry gets rid of all of our, uh, our glut, our capacity of $4 trillion of capacity, once that's let go, then you're gonna see uh, equilibrium achieved in our industry. And we'll get there first. We got our economy out of it first. Uh, a lot of the hedge funds and banks and REITs have done their layoffs first. There's more to come. And then by the time February comes around, it'll be spring purchase season again. Purchases are still strong. We're back to a normal market. There's three or five offers instead of 30 or 50. So between now and February, it'll be a little tough, but we're gonna grind through it, find bars and help put them in houses. That's what we do. Have a good night. Keep your head up. Cheers. Hey, it's KP coming to you live from Newport Beach, California. Well, I had a long day of travel and I know we have a lot of road warriors out there and I finally got bit by the canceled flight and I missed my speaking event. So I apologize to uh, those at the Orange County, California Association of Mortgage Professionals of uh, chapter and everyone who went to the Harbor Cruise tonight. I was supposed to speak and uh, I apologize to you. I let you down, but American Airlines let me down. So um, we're all talking about the Fed and having a rough landing for this economy. And uh, I had a non-start with uh, an oil leak on an American Airlines flight. So uh, they were, oh, hey, that's funny. Speaking of rough landing, I'm at John Wayne. I'm on the roof. Probably don't get a lot of LinkedIn videos where they film airplanes uh, landing. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so the Fed is trying to um, land the economy and uh, we're going to have a rough landing, right? So the consumer price index report came out last Friday and um, I did a video Monday night from Nashville um, at Total Experts uh, Accelerate regarding that. Um, and uh, the inflation data was so high and uh, the Fed has been so data dependent, as they like to say, 
that on Monday afternoon after the market closed, um, they leaked out um, to the Wall Street Journal and Axios and CNBC. They basically leaked out that um, they were going to do a 75 basis point rate hike after, you know, what seems like uh, months of at least a couple months of telegraphing that they will absolutely do 50 basis point rate hikes for three meetings in a row. So not only did they react to the data, um, they made the largest rate hike since 1994. 75 basis point rate hike on one shot is a big deal. Um, it's not uh, it's not a normal course of action for them. So um, I actually drove to the airport. Here we are. Um, so uh, I was a freshman uh, in college. I graduated high school in 94. Last time that happened, um, I promise I didn't know uh, much about um, uh, the economy and the Fed and how that stuff works. Not not like I have been lately reading about it and listening to great people, um, you know, all the great economists and all the good data that we get now. Um, but think about that. It's been since 94 since the Fed had a height, uh, a rate hike that high. Now, um, if you heard my video on Monday, I said, you know, we, we a lot of times people go into things, they leave things the way they came in. Well, we came into this recession with massive moves, huge rate cuts down to zero. Doesn't it make sense to then go back the other way, maybe just as quickly. I know that, um, you know, Fed, Fed funds rate hikes take time to have an impact on the economy, but we're seeing it. We're noticing it. We're noticing it um, in housing, um, just like we noticed it immediately in housing when the refinance boom kicked off two years ago um, in uh, <clears throat> March and April of 20, when the Fed cut rates. So, uh, you know, we're a great barometer of the health of this, um, this country and this economy. You know, you've got uh, you know, most of people's wealth in America are tied up in um, their houses. And, um, you know, it's the largest purchase people make in their life. So it makes sense that um, housing is going to be a barometer on the other way going down and potentially into a recession. Um, some people think we're in a recession already. And, you know, you hear me talk about it all the time. It doesn't matter whether we are or aren't. We just have to keep trying to put people in houses because there's still a ton of of business getting done. So, um, so anyway, um, you know, the Fed uh, said they might do another 50 to 75 basis point rate hike at the next meeting or two. And, you know, we'll see, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of uncertainty. So what's interesting is, um, you know, the producer price index report came out um, this week, and it was, it was about on target. So, um, you know, there's some leading indicators that maybe you know, inflation um, has peaked from a producer standpoint. And of course, if demand destruction happens, uh, if consumers just refuse to pay high prices, they keep seeming to get higher and higher, according to the CPI report, at least uh, for what consumers play, pay, then things could quickly reverse and we could be actually in a recession. But the job market's still very strong. I mean, typically when you're in a recession, you know, you've got people losing jobs and that's when they start to like, okay, what am I not going to make a payment on? Credit card, car payment, the house, the mortgage, rent. So it's very interesting to see where we'll go. Will we, we, are we actually in a recession? We might not be in a recession technically, um, although it feels like one for sure for many people. Now, the stock market was tanking Thursday, Friday, and then again Monday massively. And um, that might have been part of what the Fed was looking at to come out and, and you know, leak, um, you know, uh, on Monday afternoon, 
you know, before they announce, you know, on their Fed Open Market Committee meeting on Wednesday what the rate hike would be. Um, and so then the market seemed to like that. Okay, the Fed's serious about uh, fighting inflation. So um, the market kind of rallied a little bit when the actual rate hike happened. But today, Thursday, the market absolutely tanked. The stock market's absolutely tanked. Because now people are like, okay, you know what? That's great. We got some certainty, but we still have a lot of uncertainty. Are we in a recession? Will the earnings that start uh, in July, the Q2 earnings reports for all the companies, will they show decline in business, decline in earnings, decline in profitability? You know, is there return on equity for some of these companies? I mean, Apple is a huge, massive component for many, many ETFs, many portfolios, many uh, 401ks. It's a huge component of the S&P. Um, most of the FANG stocks are. What if their earnings actually goes down? What if they say, yeah, you know what? It's supply chain issues from China, but people are actually buying less iPhones. You know, I don't know. The retail sales number was um, a little bit of a miss the other day, and that's a little bit of a scary thing. So um, anyway, lots of uncertainty. So um, the credibility of the Fed um, has been called into question because now they're going against their word, uh, you know, saying that they're telegraphing 50 basis point rate hikes. Damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? They're trying to fight inflation by taking in, uh, a seven, doing a 75 rate hike. But then, you know, now their credibility is a little shot and it shows that maybe there's some more uncertainty for them to do such a kind of a brash move, um, you know, two days before their uh, actual announcement. So people are worried, people are unnerved. People with money at these massive institutions that have billions and trillions of dollars in fixed income assets under management, they are a little worried. Um, however, uh, the bond uh, market um, did kind of ease up a little bit, the 10-year treasury, from hitting its peak yield in um, the last few days. So lots of uncertainty, lots to look at. Again, um, I talked <clears throat> on Monday, you know, look, um, housing is a is a big part of people's, um, you know, uh, housing and energy is a big part of people's uh, costs. 15% of the world's oil is dislocated because of the whole Russian fiasco thing that's going on. And, you know, every $2 in gas price, uh, Elliot Eisenberg had a great article the other day. He said that um, the $2 rise in average gas price is the equivalent of $300 billion in revenue. It's like a tax on the American people. That's 1.2% of our GDP. It's massive. So people might just stop driving or drive less or take less trips. That's demand destruction. You can only pay so much at the pump. You can only pay so much for um, a house. You know, I pointed out last week on my video, uh, a study from the NBA came out um, that there's over $300 in increase in the average um, monthly payment for home prices. That's going to price a lot of people out of the market. And we're seeing a softening in the market because of that. Um, you know, not, it's still growth. It's just less good news. So um, <clears throat> anyway, lots of information coming out. Um, we have to keep an eye on it. It's still a very healthy uh, market. You know, we, I, um, I was able to speak on a panel with ICE at their sales rally in Atlanta. Um, I went to National Monday, then Atlanta Tuesday, um, spoke on their panel and talked about um, doing more, con you know, uh, purchase money activities online. Um, you know, the, the, the purchases we all do today become the refinances of tomorrow. And there's no guarantee that the next recession um, will have rates even lower than 4%. So we're all setting ourselves up for future refinances. But some of these loans we did last couple of years, they may never refinance. Um, and then I flew back Wednesday morning to uh, Nashville and I was on a panel, um, uh, you know, with Chris and Tracy and, um, and Sue Woodard was the awesome moderator uh, for Total Expert Accelerate. 
And then I stayed overnight um, in uh, Leaper's Fork, which was pretty cool if you've ever been out there. And then I got screwed in Nashville Airport coming home today. I was supposed to speak on the Harbor Cruise. So anyway, the joys of travel. I finally got stung. Lots going on. Again, like I said the other night, keep your head up. Um, you know, there's plenty of business out there. We just have to go hunt it down, find the purchase money business, put people in houses, help create wealth for them. There's no crash. There's no massive bubble like there was in 08. There's not a credit bubble. Um, but um, there is definitely, we're seeing a slowdown. But there's still lots of business getting done. So have a good night. Cheers. You've been listening to KP Talks Dollars and Cents, a top-rated show for those who want to learn about the economy and mortgage environment. Tune in each week for more episodes and please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Kevin Perenio does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through KP Talks Dollars and Cents. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice. For more info, follow KP Talks Dollars and Cents on all of our social channels.